Hey guys, it's Rihanna and Chantel, and welcome back to the party. Yadi 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 yadi. Hey, welcome back, guys. Episode two, we're here. We're here. Yes, we're totally here. And thank you guys so much for tuning into episode one. Literally, thank you so much, and most importantly, thanks to everyone that gave us feedback. We honestly mm-hmm. got so much love, so many like you know comments on things people found funny, and thank you so much for reaching out and. And supporting us. Um, we really appreciate it. And most importantly to me, you guys enjoyed my conspiracy theory. So uh, oh Chantel, that's one for Rihanna, zero for Chantel. Thank you. I, I want told nothing you. to do with that. I, but it's I, true. Yeah. It's true. Winky face. But yeah, guys, thank Winky you so face. much for that. <laughs> thank you so, so much for that. Um, one thing we just want to mention really quick, though, is that um, um, even though the audio is amazing and we're right in your ear, um, we are recording from a distance. Yes, yes, that's important. People yes. thought that we literally were in the same room and we're like, we're definitely social distancing, mm-hmm. um, following guidelines and hoping that sooner than later we can actually record in the same room and hug and do no, normal things together I've again. Been so long. I literally haven't hugged I her know. in over a year now. Yikes. That's not adding up. That ain't right. That's yeah, that's not right. I'm not okay with that. Besides that, though, guys, like, thank you again. Um, but the main feedback we want to focus on today is being relatable. Because a lot of you guys felt that we were speaking to you and by you telling us that like you were speaking to us and we just felt like really validated in what we were saying. So thank you for that. Exactly. I feel like it makes us, you know, want to be like more honest because we know that the things that we're going through, just sharing our story might be able to help someone else out there. So yeah, that takeaway was really good for, for us for sure. It really did feel really, really good. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why I want to like pull back and backtrack to what I said last episode. Like, because obviously in a couple days, it's going to be Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And we want to talk about like love languages, all that kind of stuff. But we're going to put down a pause because we really want to keep this relatable note and kind of go off of what one of you guys told us about your experiences. And it kind of like put in perspective my experiences as well. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk more so about self-love. Exactly. The importance of self-love. It's so important. it really is. It really, really is. Because if you can't love yourself, how the hell you gonna love anybody else? Shut up. I just watched an episode of RuPaul before we started recording. <laughs> I'm crying. I, I'm so obsessed. I literally can't. And I love that he ends the show with that. Like, ugh. It's me and Tristan's favorite show. Oh, like, there's he one watches show that we can't miss. Yes, we watch um, every Thursday, Friday because they have um, UK and US. Yeah, we watch every that. single Thursday, Friday. I'm done. I never knew. Show. I'm on season 13 right now. Oh my god. Okay, we got to. Girl, we gonna gab about this later. That's, an, that's another episode. That's another episode. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna tie it all back to um, self love. We really think that we need some extra TLC this week and that we definitely need to be kinder to ourselves. And, you know, our promise was to keep it real. So, self love is what's what's gonna be it the it thing today honestly because like as i said like it really is the main like the basis of being a functioning person or a functioning loving person and mm-hmm. from the like the talk of it like definitely some of you feel the same so hopefully this episode is also relatable to you for sure i think it definitely will yeah so let's start it off by just like kind of defining like what we think self-love is. So Chantel, like what would you define self-love as? <sighs> this is a good question. But personally, I think self-love is being gentle with yourself, mm-hmm. acknowledging, you know, that you are a person that has your own limits 
and kind of working within them. I think self-love requires you being honest with yourself um, and just understanding that, you know, you're going to have your good moments, your bad moments and moments in between. And I don't know, I think it just boils down to honoring yourself, who you are um, and loving yourself through, you know, life's challenges, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I really agree on that. Like, I feel like I wouldn't change anything about that because to me, self-love, yeah, I mean, self-love really is just understanding that you're going to have good days you're going to have bad days you're going to have days where you just want to indulge in everything around you self-love is like a lot of balance and i think that's the main thing what happens when you're lacking self-love is you're really lacking that balance in your life and really understanding that you are human you have moments where you're going to be up you have moments where you're going to be down and just like managing those expectations of yourself I understand. And I I relate to that. And I really like the fact that you use the word balance that like resonated with me very, very well. Mm -hmm. Because it is a balancing act. That's what life is like. You really can't try. You can't be 100% in all aspects of your life at all times of the day, right? Or all times of your life. You have to really find that balance and really know when you matter because none of that's happening if you're not there. So yeah. And at the end of the day, you matter, which is why you need to find that balance. It's a a never ending cycle, (laughs) (laughs) literally a never ending cycle. And so I don't know, what do you do? What do you do for self-love when you've had a day, a week, a month, and you feel like enough is enough? What's your go to? Like, what do you what helps you, you know, get grounded again? See, I'm really bad when it comes to doing self-love because are you a shopper? Um, there's a lot of things I am I'm definitely shopping and shopping is one of them (laughs) but like um like for example I had a really tough night the other day and whenever I have enough a tough night I'm just like I need ice cream and ice cream makes me feel so good and I just it just makes you just forget like I'm just like okay like the problem's gone I'm eating ice cream I'm happy again but when also your goals oh, in life no. are to like, you know, be slim thick, you know what I'm saying? That ice cream really <laughs> isn't, <laughs> that ice cream doesn't help. So like, oh God. for me, self-love is really telling myself, okay, you can have these moments. Yeah. But also finding like those limits because again, if I'm, if I'm indulging too much in that, then I'm also getting away from something that also matters to me, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that I'm the same way when I've had a rough, um, rough day or a rough week. A lot of times I turn to my favorite snack or my favorite wine or just something that you can actually like ingest that makes you just feel mm-hmm, good. Comfort. Coffee is one for me too. Like I love a good coffee. It feels like a warm hug to me. Oh. Um, so yeah, I totally understand indulging as a, uh, as a, um, a kind of self-care, but I also love um, skincare. So sometimes when I've had a really long night or if I'm frustrated in between a project, I'll wash my face, exfoliate, give myself a mask, and then just spend time like really lotioning and putting on my serums and just having a nice clean face with all my products on it makes me feel so good too. So I do that for self-care as well. I actually did not know that about you. I didn't know you were like a skincare really? person. No, I didn't. I never. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. And that's, see, that's what I mean. Like there's like good coping mechanisms and there's bad coping mechanisms. If you're taking mm-hmm. care of your skin, you're just going to look great and you're going to feel so great about it. So that's, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good one, I would say. Um, yeah. I guess one of my other positive ones, that since I, I didn't have a positive one before, um, <laughs> something I like to do for myself that makes me feel good is doing my makeup. 
Like whenever mm-hmm. I'm down and I feel like I need something, a little, little, little oomph, I definitely do my makeup. And for me, that's beneficial because not only is it like pushing my artistry, but it's also yeah. just like a time where I can just do what I want. And it's for me. I love that. And it's not for anyone else. And that's so important with self-love. It has to be for yourself. Hence the name self And you know what? <laughs> You're really... <laughs> Look, you're really good at expressing yourself. I was going to say when you um spoke about your art- artistry and being creative, I feel like, you know, you have your periods of, of creative like madness where you're just thinking of these amazing things. And I always respected that about you. Yeah, that's definitely me. I'm I'm a true Capricorn. Like when we're focused on something, we are focused and we do it with that. like 110 percent of gusto. Like we we that and that and that's what kind of how I know when I'm deteriorating like those are like my signs when I feel like I can't give 100% anymore that's when I know I'm in need of some self-love like that's like my main indicator and it's it's scary it really is it's it's we such like high expectations in ourselves we have such we need to be on at all times and whenever I feel like I'm not on that's when I'm like okay something's off I need to relax I need to de-stress Yeah, it's important to pay attention to the signs. And I, I 100% agree with you. I have these moments where I feel so anxious, where I feel like things are piling up. And I know I really need self-care when I'm like, when I start telling myself I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, you know, it's just about, you know, taking a deep breath, organizing yourself, maybe writing a list of tasks or things you need to do and knocking them off one by one. But like literally if you start to feel like you can't do it, that means you need to take a step back, do something nice for yourself, get grounded again, and then proceed to mm-hmm. do what you need to do with self-love. Like literally dang. Like sure. it's, it's, it's such a, like, it's, it's such a interesting topic and an interesting like mindset to be in. And that's what's yeah. so like, it's so intricate and so personalized to each person. That's hard to like really pinpoint it sometimes when you talk to people. And I have a question for you, actually, mm. because I have. Um, have you ever had like an anxiety attack? You'd f- feel free to share or not share or completely ignore me. But have you ever had one? I actually have. I've had I had a, actually a phase in my life in university where I'd have yeah. them literally all the time. Like it was so bad. Like when you feel like that, like burning sensation in your chest and like you're oh. breathing and you can't control it. And it was a weird time in my life because I had them like I want to say anytime I was stressed in a week at school yeah. like I would Aww. have them like every single time like if a test came up I thought about it or like one situation I remember really fondly is I was on uh, the train because I went to school um, at a distance and I was on the train mm-hmm. going back home it's a four-hour train ride and I remember sitting down and being like have you ever like sat on a plane and like realized the air that you're breathing is literally you can hear the air and it's very oh, like God. circulated Oh, no. So I was on the, the, the train, and the train is exactly like that. Like, you can hear the air moving. You can hear, like, you can feel the compression, and, like, you can feel the congestion. And I remember, yeah. like, that's when my, my breath started picking up, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, what if, like, like I feel like I'm running out of air, and I feel like, it felt like it was really oh. hot. And I called yeah. Tristan, and the way that the train works, you, like, pick a seat, but then the person beside you also, like, they can be filled in the seat beside you. So yeah, I'm sitting yeah. at the window, and I'm, like, head down into my, like, lap on the phone with Tristan, and, like, crying and i'm like i am having a panic attack and he's like talking me through it the person beside me thinks i'm nuts (laughs) like they're like what the heck is wrong with this girl oh no but yeah it was a weird time in my life and ever since then i've never had them again like i i get points where i get anxious but like that was my peak of stress and anxiety in my life oh that's terrible 
and listening to you like talk about it, I can like definitely relate because I think it was my first year of school. Definitely was, um, was the first time I had like a panic attack or an anxiety attack. Um, Mm -hmm. I just remember like thinking like there was so much, I guess, I don't know. I was just being introduced to so much and my life was, was changing Mm -hmm. and you know, I couldn't wrap my head around it. And also I had all these expectations, Mm about what this change should look like right and it was just it was like hanging over my head and I remember I got in from class I walked into my room like normal you know so no one would ask me like what was wrong and as soon as I closed the door I like sat behind it and started just crying I literally just started crying Mm. um and I thought my parents were home but they weren't and so I called my mom and she answered the phone and I couldn't even talk all she heard was like me crying Mm. And yeah, so every time I feel like my life is changing drastically, I sense anxiety. And so I I recognize that now. And so I give myself self-care during those phases just so I don't get to that breaking point. And I'm actually in a period of transitioning now. And I just bought a whole lot of skincare from Sephora that just got here. So I'm already like, you know, paying homage to myself and I know my triggers. And Mm -hmm. so I know when to do my routine. So I'm really proud of myself. I'm proud of you too, sis. That's amazing. Thank you. I really relate to that right now because I'm definitely in a period of transition as well. And I felt myself getting toward that stage of losing control and being out of that. Mm -hmm. And it really, really scared me. So to put it simply, like I really feel like I'm burning out and I feel like I'm balancing way too much at once and mm-hmm. wanting to be perfectionist wanting to do everything is yeah those are traits that are, those are actually negative traits like people think oh my god being a perfectionist is great like you just want to do your best but yeah being a perfectionist is such a negative trait because it's not possible it's not possibly perfect all the yeah. time or perfect at everything and I think and that expectation Whew. it's the expectations like it's really the expectations you put on yourself but also the expectations that society puts on you to be like this is what you have to do at this time in your life. This is what you have to do when this happens. And when you mm-hmm. don't do those, like, you just feel like, okay, like, am I even living life how I'm supposed to? Yeah. It's, it's a lot. And I think that's, no, like, totally the main agree. thing that we need to focus on is really seeing those triggers and seeing when to pull yourself back or just even just saying, mm-hmm. I've had enough. Like, maybe I'm pulling yourself back, but it's, like, completely taking yourself out of situations where you feel like you can't handle or you can't process that anymore. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more, actually. And also, like, even thinking about when you're not at your best, like, for you and your relationship, like, mm-hmm. how, like, when you are not your best, like, how are you to your partner? I think that for the most part, when I'm not feeling good, and this is not intentional, but I don't necessarily like to talk on it because I'm such a person that, like, whenever I speak and whenever I'm around people, I want to be so loving and I want to be so intentionally loving that I rarely bring it up because I feel like I don't want to drag my partner down. However, what I don't realize is that, you know, he can kind of already interpret that I need space and that something's weighing me down. So it creates a weird dynamic because... I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to weigh this person down, mm-hmm. but the person would, would rather communicate with me. And so I tend to like shy away from people when, when I'm in those periods, but I think I need to embrace my partner and actually open up and 
you know, maybe he can help me in returning back to, you know, my best self. So mm-hmm. see, in that regard, I'm like something exact, I need to change. I'm the exact opposite when I have situations like that. Like I'm very much an open book. Like if I don't like something, mm-hmm. I will let you know type of thing. And when I'm off, I definitely let people know. So it's really hard for me in situations where people are the type where they're very standoffish or yeah. like I don't understand it. Like my brain <laughs> can't comprehend when people aren't very direct because I'm a very direct person. I'm yeah, very, you are. <laughs> like I need to know something. I'll ask you like dead face. I'll ask for you. Sure. And if I need to know something about me, like I'll dead face tell you like I won't hold back. So it's hard for me in that sense. Like if we had a conflict, it would be hard for me, I think, to work it with you. Because I would be like, girl, if something was bothering you, just tell me. But then you might be like, yeah. well, like, I don't I, like, I don't want to like make a big deal out of it. But then. Yeah, that's exactly me. <laughs> yeah. And then those little things build up. And that's like my fear is like when things build up. Because you can never say like when I snap, like I didn't have reason because I've been told you type of thing. So that's yeah. like kind of like my reasoning. So I always bring stuff up. But um, since I've been so off lately, like I literally just haven't been myself. I have been Aww. retreating to more of myself and not talking about how I'm feeling. And actually, yeah. like, Tristan, like, my husband sat me down last night and was like, honestly, like, you really haven't been doing my love language. And that's how, like, oh. we talk to each other. We are like, I don't think you're doing my love language today. Like, I don't think that's oh. what you're doing right now is my love language. And uh, for reference, his are acts of service and oh. words of affirmation. Yeah. And I knew I wasn't doing the acts of service because I knew I was so preoccupied in all that I was doing that I wasn't taking the time to make the bed or do the laundry or um i was gonna say fold the dishes <laughs> put the dishes away <laughs> i wasn't doing any of Stop that oh, my chest. let me fold the dishes up and just put them away but like i wasn't doing that so in my head i'm like oh man i should be doing this but like i'm so preoccupied with how i'm feeling that i didn't but yeah. that turns out that wasn't even the thing that was bothering him what was really bothering him that i wasn't doing the words of affirmation and I wasn't telling him oh. how much, like, I appreciate the things he does. Like, when he would do the dishes, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, thank you so much for doing that. That means a lot. Or if he would, like, have a good day at work, like, oh, I did this thing at work and, I don't know, stuff he does at work. <laughs> I did this thing and I'd be like, oh, my God, Trish, that's so amazing. Like, I'm so proud of you. And I wasn't doing that because oh. I was so preoccupied in how I was feeling that I forgot there's, yeah. like, a whole other half of my relationship that I was neglecting. And, child, oh, the way man. I felt bad... The way I was feeling bad last night, I was Poor like, oh baby. my gosh. So, and he's so sweet. Like, I see that he leaves you, like, notes on your, like, computer because that's your workspace now. Yeah. Or, like, he used to put notes in, like, your lunch. So, he's, he's so sweet. Oh, Like, he noticed I was off, so he upped what he was doing. But I didn't even, like, half what I was normally doing. And that was oh. his, like, his issue and, like, his... And it, it, it just hit me. I was like, oh my god. And we both cried. And we were both like, mm, like oh this gosh. is not how it should be. But it's like when you have those conversations, you really realize like, okay, my burnout and my lack of self-love right now is affecting those around me. So yeah, wow. let's change that. Yeah, that's how you know. I think I think that's also why it's so important to have someone you love and care and trust around you mm-hmm. because they can help you realize that you're burnt out and that you're so far away from who they know and, and love. So kudos to Tristan. I know. I love a, you, Tristan. He's he a good one. You know, hey, Tris. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna listen to all of this he's gonna be like yo 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 he ain't gonna listen um, oh my gosh but yeah so like really just focusing back on understanding when you're not okay and figuring out what you can do to like not get you to that point so like when you asked me about like anxiety attacks and like all that like I think the reason I don't have that anymore is because I do get stressed still but I know how to stop myself from getting to that point yeah for sure 
And I think it took me going through it to realize what my breaking point is. Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm happy that you share that with me. And I'm, I think that this is something that's going to be able to relate. And, you know, people might be feeling the same way and know right now by listening to us that they're probably in their burnout phase and they need to backtrack too. Mm-hmm. And so I love that, you know, we had a chance to like explain our own burnout um, and kind of share our experiences with, with everyone else. I love mm-hmm. that. It's been a hard year, guys. Like people were always like, oh my God, 2021, new year, new me. But like, if you didn't assess the problems from 2020, child, they coming with you. They ain't yeah. saying in 2020, they coming with you. So for sure. And even just thinking that it's almost going to be a year that we've been in lockdown, that blows my mm. mind. I would have never thought five years ago that I would be in lockdown for a full year. What? In my prime too. <laughs> in your prime. <laughs> These are my prime clubbing years. Our knees aren't going to be like this. We can't go to the club after this. Like we can't. No, I'm not going nowhere after this. I'm so terrified. Gosh. Oh my god. But yeah, man. Like it's just, and that's what really, like, really bugs me is that like, and really, I think really got me in my head a couple days ago was, the world stopped, but like I had to keep going. I I couldn't stop. Like I have. That's a good one. Right. Like because you have aspirations, you have dreams, you have goals, you have. Things that are time sensitive, but like mm-hmm. we stopped for a whole year. Yeah, that's like, crazy. It's crazy. Like I, it, it it just really puts a lot of things into perspective. And that's the main reason why I went back to school and I decided like, okay, if I don't do this now, when am I going to do it? Then when? <laughs> if then not when? now, then when? Like what? <laughs> like remember that like Everest commercial was Everest, but the guy would be like, you're sitting <laughs> on your couch. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. You're, at You're your watching mom's TV. House. You're watching TV. <laughs> my mom loved that oh commercial. Oh, gosh. Whenever that commercial would come on, my mom would, like, turn up the radio and be like, hey, Kevin, listen to this. Like, I remember. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, so let's say this, this, is, this is so stupid. But if someone came to rob you, you know, gun to your head, and they said, recite this commercial word for word, could you do it? That one? No, because I feel yes. like I'd be, I'd be remixing no. it too much. I'd be adding it. <laughs> If they were like, if I have long-term payments and I need cash now, if they asked me that one, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I oh, got yes. you. Yeah. <laughs> that one's a good one. That one's a really good one. There's some viral commercials out there that like everybody knows. Oh, like literally God. anyone would know. That's wow. hilarious. And so unrelated. <laughs> so unrelated. I'm done. But <laughs> back to what you were saying, though, I do feel like we got to keep going And so I want to ask you, now that you know you've reached your, you know, breaking point, burnout is real, what are you doing moving forward that's going to help you find balance and get you back to your best self, sis? Oh, sis. Oh, my God. That's interviewing. Like, Sean, Sean, the interviewer. I like it. PR skills. PR, PR, PR 101. PR skills. Yes, sis. Use them. Um, What am I going to do? Like, so I'm really trying to cut back on my load. I'm really noticing that I can't do everything 100% right now. So I'm taking Mm -hmm. more time for myself and focusing on what matters. Even though it's scary and it feels like I can't do it, I'm definitely just cutting back and taking each day step by step. And later on, like, we want to talk to you guys about, like, goal setting and manifesting and all those different things that mean so much to us. And um, we Mm -hmm. both have the exact same journal. And... In it, every day has a section where it says your top priority for the day and three things you need to do. And when I first started the journal, like when I first got it, I was so motivated. I was like, four things, I could do more than that. And I'd list off 
I'd list off like little semi like things on each line and give myself like eight things to do in a day. But thinking about all those things, like at first I was like, okay, I got those eight things done. Okay. The next day, oh, I got seven. Okay. That's not that great. Next day I did six. Okay. And I'm starting to disappoint myself. The next day I did four. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like those yeah. days where I was doing more, I actually did more than what, you know, it's written there. So I should have been proud of myself, yeah. but in the perspective of like, you started off doing eight things a day. How come you can't even do three now? But like, yeah. So just being like kinder with yourself and just realizing that like, yeah, you can't be captain save yourself all the time. Yeah. Like you have yeah. to find time to relax and just take it as it is. Yeah. And I agree. You know, there's so many like nights because obviously, you know, mom life, there's so many nights where there's dishes in the sink. I have multiple assignments to work on. Um, I really feel like I need a break after I put, you know, Soraya to bed. And so sometimes I literally walk out of her room and into the living room. And the first thing I say to myself is you can't do it all. And just saying Mm -hmm. that out loud lets me know that I can choose one or two things to do now. Sometimes I'll leave the dishes and work on only my homework. Sometimes I'll do the dishes and then work on one of my projects and wake up early the next morning to wake to work on the other one. But again, like I literally am like, you can't do it all. Be kind to yourself. Understand that and do what you can do. Like Exactly. I'm really happy yeah. that you actually like say it out loud because I don't know if you know this, but like your brain doesn't know when you're lying. So oh, shut up. It doesn't. So if you tell shut yourself up. I'm I'll never have money. I'll never be successful. Oh, I'll never no. find happiness. I'll never like be loved. If you tell yourself that, your brain starts to believe it because your brain doesn't know when you're lying. Your brain no. only knows what you like what you feed it. Oh my gosh. So, I just got chills. Right? Like it's it's weird. So it's like if you're out there constantly saying, Man, I'm I'm terrible. I, I can't I can't manage anything. Time I procrastinate all the time. If you tell yourself that, you're gonna perpetuate it and keep doing it. So it's kind of like that, that like, right. It's kind of like that, um, like that whole metaphor for life. Like your mind is like a garden and you can only grow what you, what you reap. Like you can only grow what, what seeds you sow. So you can't expect to like grow a beautiful garden if you're only planting weeds. Jeez, that's a wow. Gems. Mm -hmm. If you've made it this far on this podcast, that's a gem. Thanks, Ree. Like, that is wow. You know, y'all have to stay until the like the 26 minute mark to get all that juiciness. Know what I'm saying? We got two psych mages in here. We got like I love that you love (laughs) psychology and like know these things. Like I know some little things. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, and it's so important. And that's like the balancing act of life is really knowing when to okay like i could have done better there but also knowing when to just give yourself a break because we're all like in this rat race like what are we what are we racing for what what are, what are we supposed like no one gave us a handbook when we were kids saying okay at 26 you're supposed to be doing this but yeah. for some reason we all feel like we're supposed to be doing something bigger and we're yeah. not just taking every day as it goes exactly and i know that you said um you know in your journal because I have the same journal. You bought it for me. And it was literally like one of the best gifts I've received Aww. in adulthood. Like, oh my it was God, so I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's helped me tremendously, but I'm the same way in the sense where sometimes I have a day when there's eight tasks and I absolutely crushed everything the day before. And I'm just having a harder time with these tasks today. I really used to like feel it personally. Like it would affect me on a personal level mm-hmm. that I didn't do as well as I did yesterday. 
And you know what? Now when, you know, I have six things crossed off the day before and haven't even got to my third task today, it's just like, it's okay. I'll get there. Uh, I'm not too hard on myself anymore. And I used to be. I used to be the exact same way. And it's good. Finding the balance. Like, it's just all a balancing act. And it's knowing when like just reading your signs like when you know you need to give yourself a break like just know because you would like would you ever say those things to me like would you ever be like girl you suck why didn't you do this like would you ever oh god never but it's wild because we tell ourselves stuff like that all the time yeah it's really it's sad like i said the brain thinks you're telling the truth the brain's like okay it's crazy i'm like in such deep thought right now like this topic has like me really really thinking wow that's (laughs) I'm mind blown. I'm kind of mind blown right now. Like I'm stunned. And so I think that like the main thing that I'm getting and the main thing that we want you to take away is that you have to love and accept yourself, you know, right now and do what you can, you know, and it's not to say don't plan, definitely still plan, but make sure you're planning realistically um, and being gentle to yourself and to others around you and just, you know, like she said, life life is going to have to um to continue, you know, even during these uh mm-hmm. tough tough times. Life has to continue, but again, weird times. So it continue but like with some little like little asterisks, a little the fine print is there. Just to really yeah. make sure you take care of yourself. Self-love. We're going and on to Valentine's yourself. Day. Like Valentine's Day is such a cute cheesy commercial time of the year, but like if you're single, even if you're not single, just take that day to love yourself. Love yourself. Give yourself yeah, a bubble period. bath. Read a nice book. Do your hair. Do your makeup. Do your skincare. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. So then, like, you know, like, if no one else in this world got me, at least I got me. I love that. I love that. I don't even want to say anything else. I want to close on that because... Period. Drops yes, mic. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Love yourself and don't wait a second for someone to you know do the things that you can do for yourself like loving who you are in the now Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. right now let's like just take this moment right now and be like okay i'm happy with where i am right now i'm alive i can have this Mm -hmm. thought that means i'm alive i'm well yeah take that love yourself sis i love that i love that and so yeah we're encouraging you guys to love yourself we're gonna love ourselves and hopefully, you know, we can get the dialogue started um, on our page. Obviously, let us know your thoughts. Let us know ways you're loving yourself this week. And also, don't be afraid to reach out and share your personal circumstances with us or ask for advice. We're here to help. And we're like your new besties. We're, we're your new family now. But yeah, like what Chantel was saying, honestly, make it these like next couple days leading up to Valentine's Day. Think of all the things you love about yourself and really just take that in and enjoy it and embrace it and be selfless be selfish like why not and if you have a partner in your life show them some love too but you know you first (laughs) so yeah guys that's it for episode two let us know your thoughts and hopefully we better see you back here next wednesday uh for Mm -hmm. episode three we're gonna lock we're gonna look we're looking we're looking we're looking out for you (laughs) but yeah guys that is all so we will talk soon bye